Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Dynasty Sports Podcast. We are very happy that you are listening, whoever you are. Um, and so, before we get into these sports topics, I think we just wanted to mention the really... We, we don't like to get invo- involved in politics here, but like we just wanted to mention the really terrible and cruel acts put on by Vladimir Putin and the Russian government towards Ukraine and 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 their government and their people. And we just wanted to say that we really do not condone these actions when we hope that no one does, because no person deserves to go through this. Yes. Exactly. Yes, so um, yeah. we, we ran a little bit more in depth, in depth on our most recent Instagram post. If you want, you can go check that out. But yes, we are praying for the people of Ukraine at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. So to start off, the MLB, Max is going crazy because... They keep making lockout progress. The MLBPA is finally making moves. And who wants to talk about that? Okay, okay. Well, well, let's slow down there a little bit. Because, I mean, look. Okay, so just as I'm saying that, John Heyman comes out with a tweet saying that there is a chance for a deal tomorrow, which is positive. So tomorrow is the deadline. Um, I mean, it's going to be down to the wire. I'm not I'm not optimistic right now, but tomorrow's the deadline, and if they make something happen, I think I would. I don't know what I'd do. We'd have a party, yeah. a Monday night celebration. Yeah. So I yeah. just want to say, usually they meet at 1 p.m. Eastern, but tomorrow they're meeting in the morning. They're probably gonna go till the night, honestly, until. I, yeah. Until. And like they're the starting at 10 a.m. They're yeah. gonna be like they're gonna be discussing all day. I mean, yeah. I. I yeah. Yeah. Zero they're, break. They're gonna no go water to the right. even. They're not allowed water in there, you know. It's the deadline. Yeah. They're going to they're, the night. They're, they're not night. allowed to eat or drink when they're doing it. So like Yeah, they're not. They're not someone's probably gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. But like here's the here's the thing for me. Okay, if they're gonna do that, then I'm fine with missing one regular season game. Get it done the next day. Like that's fine. Like you don't have to just yeah. stop because you're past the deadline. It's yeah. a deadline to miss games, but it's not a deadline for the season to be canceled. Like, yes, yeah. exactly. Just keep going. And I think a lot How of people don't know. Is it that they miss every day that, like, I don't know, like, to, like the, the logical like... answer is one because one day equals one game. Like, it's yeah. just that to me, I feel like this is if they're, I don't want them to ease up after the deadline. Like, just keep making new deadlines or fake deadlines. That seems like that's the only thing that's working. A deadline is yeah. just like a deadline is a. Is just like a it's a reconvening point for people to figure out what they need to do, and so they don't take too long to do it. But it, the deadline doesn't actually mean anything. They just have to get stuff done, and they have to get it yeah. done quick. In like, this case, it absolutely doesn't. It means they lose one game. So what? It's a hundred and sixty-one game season then. That's fine. The Braves played one hundred and sixty-one games last year. The Rockies played one hundred and sixty-one games. That happens. It's fine. Like they did exactly. Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I'm agreeing. <laughs> I, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't care if you miss one game, but I care if you're going to ease up because you're past the deadline. It's like, ah, uh, screw it, you know, we missed our deadline, so let's just, we'll get this done when we do. No, it's got to be 10 a.m. meetings starting at the deadline day and after that. This is absolutely yeah. what they're paid to do, so they yeah. got to get it done. Yeah. yeah. I but, mean, we just, I don't care which side it is, but someone's got to give, you know? Like, someone just... You don't have to quit fighting for everything that you're fighting for. But at some point, as long as 
these two sides decide not to budge, decide to say that they don't have anything more to talk about, which is insane, um, we're not going to have a season. So, you know, I think until someone steps up and just lets down their guard even just a little bit, like, you know, it's always – I, yeah, I because, hope like, you that can't... would be the owners because, like, the owners are just completely, like, in the wrong right now. But, like, yes, Cream. I just – yeah, I, I, I just – I really hope that someone is just, like okay. – uh, Okay. Uh, no. uh... Wait, so, like, so, like, in, in an argument, no matter what, in, like, a debate or, or when you are trying to get your way, you can't – you can't just stand your ground 100% and get exactly what you want. You have to compromise, and neither of these parties are doing that. And I yeah. think that they're at fault. They're both at fault for that, no matter my view on who should win this. Yeah, but it's also like, you know what? People can't cancel your MLB TV subscription. Like, you, there needs to be messages sent that get into the owners' minds. Like, we are going to lose money. Same for the players. You are I know, not- but a boycott is so impossible. Well, it's not impossible. Just, just do do that. Like, I, I'm not saying to boycott the MLB because obviously, yes, that is impossible. But just cancel your MLB TV membership. It's a small thing, but if there's gonna be no games, then you may as well don't pay for that crap, right? It's like we have to be able to send messages to these guys because without it, it seems like nothing's gonna get done. So I'm I'm happy they're meeting tomorrow. Do I think a deal's gonna get done realistically? Absolutely not. But I think a deal will eventually get done. It's a great start. Well, yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. Hello. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. No, that's okay. That's it's gotta okay. be within the. It's gotta be within the week. I don't want to lose more than seven games. Like more than seven games, more than a week of games. It's then it's like. I think a, maybe like one fifty is the limit. Yeah. Because then it would be start to be unrealistic. I mean, un. Like I don't know what the word is. Okay. Let Let me just admit something. Okay. That right there. Why I got cut off. Okay. That was a call from my brother. Right. And. I am going to the Heritage Classic game in Hamilton. Oh my god, that's oh so my. fun. Oh my, that's so good. Yes. Yes, yes. man. Congrats. Everyone clap it up. Everyone ice. clap it up for Nolan. Row 8 center ice. Very excited. Nice. Yes. Leaf Sabres outdoor game. Yes. What a guy. Okay. To be, so I think we've talked about the lockout. So speaking of the Leafs, uh... That was definitely a game yesterday. Oh, um, that <clears throat> was probably the craziest game I've ever watched. I don't think it's really close. I mean, that was the highest scoring game of the 21st century. Yes, I, I mean, That's crazy. The, 17 the total goals. The worst goaltending performance in modern NHL history. Like, yeah. but the best forward performance too. So you know. Yeah, I mean, sh- yeah, but you, th- there are two ways to look at it. You can't look at it like that. But there's another way to look at it, and that's John Tavares. What is going on? I mean, that's a 10. It's a, the, your team scores 10 goals, and the guy who's being paid $11 million doesn't get a single point. The only thing he does yeah. is take a penalty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, I don't, know what to, I don't know what to think. He's had a pretty good year. He's doing John Tavares things. He's not playing great defense. He's scoring a decent amount of goals, and he's got forty-eight points in fifty-one games. So he's got to like step it up. It's solid, but this I just is... here's the thing about John Tavares. It's like I really like JT, and I think he's a great captain, and I think he's a very good player. And to me, like I wouldn't say this season because it's not like he's having a bad season. I mean, a lot of his points, the majority of his points are coming off the power play. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been great in 5v5. 
but I think you know if you're if you're like getting some of the most points on the top power play in the NHL, then that means you're a pretty good player. Um, but it's just it's surprising to me because like you watch him and he's like he's still always sticking with his game, doing all the little things, forechecking well, positioning himself in front of the net. He's never been a great defender, but like he's just decent. No, um, no, no, no. He's not. He's not decent. He's just bad. Like the numbers. Okay, let him go. Let him. Let him well, talk. He's a he's a bad defender. Yeah. Okay. This season. This season. Yeah. yeah. This season. Yeah. But I just that's why it's like it's just interesting to me on this last stretch because like the the way that he's been playing hasn't looked any different than how he was playing the rest of the season or basically his like the whole time that he's been with the Leafs. So. The one thing that you're gonna get out of John Tavares is his consi- like him playing consistently as the type of player that he's supposed to be. You're gonna get a great captain and a great leader, and you're gonna get scoring. You're gonna get points, and it just it just hasn't gone his way on this little stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so. Maybe you're not he- gonna get scoring. No, but like it's just it's a little sl- longer. Players get out of slumps. Players are allowed to get slumped. True. Yeah. You know. But if you middle- get 10 goals and you don't have a point, that's maybe a bit concerning. But I think he'll get out of it. JT is still doing... It's been JT 12 games. Things. Like, so it's like- been 12 games since the goal. Like, that, that is a little bit of cause for concern. Like, it's it's got to be something. Like, he's being paid $11 million. And I know he's on the second line. I know he's not paired with Matthews, like Bunting or Marner. And I know he's not paired with Marner even anymore. But at the set, at the same time, he's got some. His line mates aren't the problem anymore. Nylander's back heating up, and Kasha looked great last night. You know. Well, Nylander's not necessarily heating up. Well, he kind of is. He has goals in the past two games. No, no, he doesn't. He scored no, two, he, two in St. Louis. He scored last night. That was four games ago. Okay, but still, like it's it's. He has three goals in the. He past scored those two. Went on a three-game stretch without a point, and then he scored again yesterday. Yeah, but it's so, not. Tavares' 12-goal stretch. Like, it's it, it, it's a long time to go to be paid $11 million and do that. And it, it is. brings great like, reality to this just... team as a captain. But he's got to pick it up soon. That, that's, that really, that's really... He truly does. Yeah. You know? It is, but, like, I just... Everyone talking about how, like, he's making $11 million. And like, he... Okay, he's making $11 million. Like, you can't change that. So, it's like... You can't neither... change that. He has to change the production. It's He's got to get some goals. And I'm not I saying know, but he's, he's I, I think what forty eight points like, in fifty one games. You can just say what he's getting you know, paid and complain like, about it. Or like Yeah. I'm not know? complaining about it, but it's a fact. And I agree with you, you can't change it. But what you can change is his play right now. And it's True. not stellar. So I think that's just the bottom line. Yeah, but speaking I of, mean he also has to get a bit of luck, you know. Speaking of stellar really Speaking of non stellar, the oh. Leafs goalies. Oh yes. And oh, no. I mean you know, I, I, I liked a lot of what Elliot Friedman said on Saturday, which is, for Campbell, there was the COVID excuse, you know, he apparently he's a big routines guy, he liked a routine, the Leafs didn't play for a while, but it's been a while since that point, you know? Yeah. It's 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 getting to a point where he had, like... He we was are starting like to question if he's the right fit for the team. And it's like, he can't he can't keep, and I know he's done so much for this team, at the beginning of the year, he was basically, he was like the makeup of the team. He was keeping them alive. He was like in the heart race. Yeah. Well, was that trade not very negative for us? Or for, for the Leafs? The trade no. for Campbell? The trade for Campbell. 
Not at all. No, that no. was like a, an insanely good trip. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just that his play recently has not been up to par, not what we're used to. And he's he's playing like a backup goaltender. He's playing like a guy who shouldn't yeah. be starting every game. And that's why they have a 1B. And speaking of Mr. 1B, he's not doing so great either. I mean, yeah. he had a great game in Minnesota. But other than that, it's been so rocky. And he comes into the yeah. game and he's like, can barely like stand up or something. I don't know what was going on with him. But... What? Is he like drunk? No, but he was like, he was like, he couldn't even make a save. Like yeah. the simplest shot, he looked like he was gonna like die. Well, it's also tough. Like, it, it, okay, if your team is up seven two going into the third, there's like no way that you're expecting to come into that game. So like, I I don't know. I'm not really taking. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame him too much I, of. Uh... Yeah, I w- I would rather look at the Minnesota Wild game where he was stellar. So I think yeah. he's got to be the guy unless he has the flu that's going around with the Leafs, which was kind of my theory going into the fact that he didn't start. Um, that game. Maybe he was feeling a little bit under the weather because there is a bug going around the Leafs right now. So Maybe he's pissed. I don't think there's reason for him to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but there I is just... that chance. Okay. I feel like he's I just super this, I pissed. Said this, I said this to Seth via text yesterday. And my problem with this goaltending tandem right now is that it's like you said, like, you know, routines, guys, and whatever. And now they've had time to get back into the mix. Except the problem is, like, every goalie goes into a slump at some point. But it never lasts this long. And the reason that it's lasting this long for these two, well, for my theory, the reason it's lasting this long is because the problem is, when you're playing bad, but your partner is also playing bad, that means you, you're just going to get rewarded for bad games. Like, you'll play bad. Then you won't start the next game, but then the other goalie will play bad. So then you'll start the next game, game after, after that. Yeah. So it's like as you continue yeah. the routine of just continuing to play bad and bad and bad, it's like whatever. I'm playing bad, but I'm playing, and I'm just gonna go out there and try and be the best that I can, even though my confidence is like shattered right now. But I'm still having to go out there and play. So that's why I brought the idea of the Leafs trying to trade for a goaltender, and. Who I would said that goaltender that... be, Nolan? Now, I have a couple of ideas. I don't think it's time to go out and get a new starter. Like, Jack Campbell is an elite goalie, and he mm. can be an elite goalie. He can be the team starter be. into the playoffs. The problem is, when, you, when both goalies go into a slump, but they ha- continue to have to play, you need a third guy to create some competition to, you know, raise the standard. And that's why I said I don't think that they need to trade for a guy who's going to completely take over the starting role. Just get to the point. Who is it going to be? No, but it's like I gotta, I gotta make my point, okay? Because like you know, it doesn't have to be Mark Andre Fleury, but it can be like James Reimer or Braden Holtby. You know, I feel like I really like those two guys. What about number one? Number one. Okay, the problem with Holtby is that the Stars are not going to trade Holtby. Because he's their he's their one B right now with with Ettinger. The only goalie they would trade is Kudobin, who's washed up and makes way too much money. So that's I don't think that's really an option. And in terms of James Reimer, I don't think I don't think the Leafs would want to bring James Reimer back. I don't I don't know if there would be mutual interest there. I don't know if James Reimer liked where they left off. I don't know if you know Kyle Dubas. And listen, I think James Reimer is a nice fit. Sure. 
But also carrying three goalies is, it has huge implications on the roster. And while I think it is a good idea in theory because of the competitiveness, if there was no roster restrictions, I'd say go for it. And, you know, to get James Reimer, you don't have to give up that much. You have to give up, it would be a solid haul, but not, not that much. So, you know, I think that it's a good idea in theory, but realistically, carrying three goalies is something that really isn't common, and it's not common for a reason. That's what, what I do wish we think the, about the Miko Koskinen? Was still there, you know? Ah, Miko Koskinen? Yeah, man. He's uh, not good, and he's, he's not the solution. Yeah, and he's he's right. too much money. What do we think about Igor Shesterskin? Well, he's going to win the Hart Trophy, maybe. He's maybe one of the best. He's having one of the best seasons of a goalie of all time. I but, feel like we have to trade all the good players for him. Yeah, I don't think the Rangers would be too. Yeah, but I think right now, the, for the time being. Or what about what about like before, when they had some like at the start of the season, or they were looking for another goalie because of Mrazek's injury, and they were interested in a guy like Luis Domingue. You but know, he's not good. this season. No, but this season in the NHL, he's been good. Okay, he plays in the AHL, so it's like. You bring but him up. Get Andrew you... Hammond or something. Or no, Joseph. No, but like, but like, I don't think they will because like I don't think the Canadians will just retrade. Well, no, Andrew no, Hammond. but I was I would just say in the first place like trade like. If, go but on, they but... didn't need to. But they didn't need to. Like my point is, get a guy that you can stick in the AHL, right? But when you need him to play some NHL games, he's there, and he's there, and you know he's a guy who. You can expect some good games out of who can raise the standard. I mean, in the NHL, have you seen his numbers from this season? This season, he has one game, but it from 2019 to 2020, his highest save percentage is 882, and his highest goals, his lowest goals average is 312. His 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 combined numbers across the seasons is like an eight yeah, eight. But, okay, but I'm not saying they have to trade Hodges. for him directly. But like you know, like they made, they made the trade for Carter Hutton, right? He's he's has like an eight goals against average. But they're just gonna keep him in the him. AHL. He's just like an option, just in case someone gets hurt. They're literally giving him. But that's what they need now. They need an option because they don't have any options, and the well, two options they, that they, they do have are playing them. ridiculously bad. Like, but you, the you, past, you'd rather the past two or three. Listen, rather... the past two we the past two or three weeks. This has been the worst goaltending tandem in the NHL. The worst. Like, they have but, been horrible. But you can't and, tell and me you'd rather Louis Domingue over Peter Mrazek right now. What has Peter Mrazek done good? He's had one good game. But that was his most recent start against a really, really good team. Okay, but, you, like, you can't have one. So, Jack Campbell had, like, a two goals against 43 save game. That, yes, I know. So, that didn't change anything. Sorry? He let in some of the worst goals I've ever seen yesterday. Like, I mean, yeah, you can't just right. have one good but, game. And... But right now, as we speak, why not ride Mrazic for a little bit? He had a great start in Minnesota. Why wouldn't you give that a shot? Because he will probably have another bad start sometime in the next two to three starts. But he's better than Campbell, and he's sure as hell better than Louis Domingue. I didn't. Okay, but I get again. I didn't say that they should go and trade for Louis Domingue. I said they need a depth option because right now the way that these two goalies are playing, you cannot afford to keep switching back and forth. I'm pretty sure the depth option is Carter Hutton. I think that's what they had in mind. Like if they really need it, he could come up because he's has NHL. Yeah, because but when they got him, they didn't really need it. It was the start of a. It was 
kind of in the middle of a little slump that they expected these goalies to get out of. I still they have don't not think they gotten really, out of it. Truly, I still don't think they really need it. Like, it's not to say that either of the goalies have been good, but, like, I still don't think they really need it. Like, Morales... I don't think they absolutely... Again, I don't think that they need it because they need they need a better goalie than these two to, you know, start winning games for him or, or whatever. But they need someone to come in and start playing a little better and raise the standard for these two. Like, show them that, oh, shoot, I'm playing bad and now I'm not getting rewarded for it because there's somebody better here. Right now, these two goalies, they don't have any competition because they both suck right now. Like, there's no, there's nobody there to raise the standard. There's nobody there to take yeah. away starts from that. Yeah, and, and I just, just want to say... consistently starting with, like, Can I just bad, say one thing? Like, yeah. Um... You know, you know. Okay, okay. Micah does not want to say one thing. Sorry, I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, Go of ahead. course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, but... I, I, I like your point, Nolan. I think you make a nice point. But I don't, I still think that Peter Mrazek is your best option right now. And if you trade for But that's a problem. Thing... Peter Mrazek's the best option right now. That's kind of a problem. But, <laughs> but he had a good start. And I just want to see. But he had a good start. I know, but it's again, it's his most recent start against a really good team. That's just that's my main point, and and I understand what you're saying, and I I, I, I do agree with you on most of it. I just think that give Mrazek one more start. If he has an absolute stinker, sure, you should trade for someone. You should trade. If he has an absolute what? If he has an absolute stinker, <laughs> then he should trade for someone. Fine, but yeah. at this point, I think you can give him one more game and just see if it's he. he and he could have the flu. Like we don't know. He he could have the bug. So we'll see about that. But I think we've. Covered this pretty well. Yeah. Dude, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to quickly talk about two trade rumors for a little bit because I've been I've been hearing a lot about Brock Besser, and the more I hear about it, the more it kind of makes sense to me. Like, I don't know if he wants to sign back in Vancouver. He's an RFA, which means they have a lot of time with him, but they can get a really nice package out of him. And it kind of seems like the Patrick Line situation a little bit, where it's like He's playing fine, but they don't love his play. And the fans aren't crazy about him. And the organization isn't crazy about him. And it's like he, ha- he still has quite a bit of value. And Vancouver, while they're not really struggling, they could benefit from a change of scenery and a new face in that locker room. So, I don't know. New Jersey's a partner because they want someone to put on the wing with Hughes and Heashear, which makes a lot of sense. They really don't have great wingers. They have good center depth, but pretty horrible wingers. So... A first line of Brat, Hughes, and Besser looks great. Like, absolutely terrific. That looks sick. So, for the but, Devils, I like, would say just give it up. Like, he's a great player. Yeah. I, and I feel like I love Jack Hughes. Uh, for me right now, I'm, like, very confused on the, like, what the Vancouver Canucks are really trying to do. Like, you know, this I think they don't think they can sign him. I don't think they can. I think I mean, they... But it's, like, but it's not just about that because, like, We've heard all the JT Miller rumors also. Who, mm-hmm. That's a guy who they already have under contract. So it's like... Well, he's, he's, he's... I, I, I just like... that In, in this offseason, they went and they got Oliver Eckman Larson and they got Connor Garland. They got some great players this offseason and they should be way better than they are right now. Like this, well, this is one of the most disappointing teams in the NHL this year. And it's not being talked about that much. I they mean, really are. I don't... Well... Number one, Jim Benning is not a good GM, and he did not he he messed this team up like quite a bit. And I think if they have the opportunity to move Tyler Myers, 
They 100% should do that. I don't think Ekman Larson is really too great anymore. Like, he's, he's, he's definitely not at the top of his game. I mean, they're winning right now 3-0 against the Rangers. But I think, you know, one thing when I look at this team is that their depth isn't great. Their defense is fine. Their goaltending is amazing. Thatcher Demko is amazing. And, yeah. you know... And Yaroslav Halak. Yeah, Halak's a, yeah. a very solid backup. Yeah. I agree with you. They are underperforming. But, you know, sometimes... It's like, it's you know, they're 25, 22, and 6. Like, they're not completely out of the race. They're beating a great team right now. Yeah. So, why? why I don't see a need to trade. Speed. But it just, it, it seems like they're sellers, but they're also, bot- like, it just seems like they want to do everything right now. And I don't I think they need to it. go on a heater right now, and they're, and they're starting that. They've won two in a row. They're beating a very solid team, and they probably will win this game. If they can go on a heater, like, I, I'm not counting the Canucks out. I like them as a playoff team. Like, they're another team where I think their roster makeup is solid and veteran heavy enough that they can go far in the playoffs if they get there. You know? The Pacific uh, Division is, is... I disagree. Okay. I don't think they're playoff ready. What? I think I think their star players are too young and unexperienced and But they have a support system. Bohorvat is, you know, Bohorvat is, like, one of their young players. He's also their captain. He's a great leader. He plays like a veteran. Um, JT Miller is a great veteran forward. He's that perfect example of a high-level... High of play veteran Ekman Larson. Yeah, but like Hughes and Besser and Pedersen and Ekman Larson, I just feel like those guys. Like, Ekman, I don't know. He's a veteran. He's huh? thirty. No, I no, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't think these guys are Jesus playoff ready. Max, is that you, man? My phone fell. Oh my god. Yeah, that yeah, that was Max. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think they um, definitely need to add some pieces to go far, but I I. The, the Pacific Division as a whole, I don't think, is too great. So, no, I think like, I, I yeah, totally yeah. disagree. With? You disagree? They've got the Flames, the Kings, the the Golden Knights, man. I don't I don't know how good the Golden Knights are going to be, realistically. Like, uh, okay, uh, Mark Stone is literally com- is going to come off of back surgery. Eichel just had neck surgery. They don't have a goalie right now. Like, there are a lot of question marks. A lot of things have to go right. Yeah, because they'll trade Marc-Andre Fleury. So good yeah, for them. A lot of I hope they never play. ever have a good goalie ever again. But I love the Flames. They're so good. Yeah, I think the Flames are great too, but you know, it's yeah, it's it's different from a lot of other divisions where it's like they have a lot of top tier teams. The Pacific, they have I I don't like I think the Flames are a very good team, the Golden Knights are a very good team, but other than that, I think it's kind of up for grabs. Like I could see Vancouver going up against those teams if they add a few pieces, as opposed to selling them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I could see it a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what they do there. I think they're probably gonna end up as conservative sellers, if I had to guess. Like they're not. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna. I think this kind of Besser, J.T. Miller stuff. I think they're just kind of like looking for some calls, maybe, maybe trying to yeah. get up their value. But I don't think anything's gonna come of it. And realistically, maybe they add a little bit and sell off a little bit at the same time. Well, the Kings yeah. actually. Speaking of the Kings, they do. They do actually look really good this year. They're on a really good streak right now, winning their past five. Yeah, they've they've and had Jonathan a great Quick start looking great too. Like they are a extremely solid. Drew Doughty is so like a top ten defenseman in the NHL. Like he is so good. He's not. No one no. Will, huh? He's not realistically. No, no, he's, he's very he's good. good. Offensively, sure, but defensively he's he's lost that edge. No, but he like but like he's a good physical presence. You're right, he but those players aren't top body. ten players. They those thirty points in thirty four games. You know, he shoots 8% as a defenseman. Like, These are all offensive stats. He's a great offensive defenseman. And speaking of a good 
offensive defenseman, uh, we got John Morant, who who just scored a season high. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now Kyrie Irving also scored a season high. Hey, guys. Sorry for that short break. We are back with our NBA segment and our UFC segment, and we have a very special guest on today, and his name is David. We are happy to introduce you to him. He'll be talking in a second when he's able to. But let's just get started with the NBA right now. So some pretty important career highs for some pretty important players. We got John Morant scoring 47 um, against the Bulls. DeMar also putting up 30. Um, That's 10 games in a row. Kyrie Irving has a career season. I mean, a season high. And Embiid, I think that's a season high, no? No. I don't no, it's not a season uh, high. No, it's but he scored 37 points. Can we just there. talk about how he had 20, 23 of those points came off of the free throw? Jeez. Wow. 27 so, free throws. He is clearly fouled a lot. And oh, my. Dave, if you're here, why do you think that is? Why Joel is fouled a lot? Yeah, why is he fouled a lot? Well, he's just he's a huge guy. He's always in the paint. And he he always pulls off the right shot. And he, like, and he knows... How to basically how to get found? Yeah, he's like he's like Trey Young before that rule got implemented. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Harden, him and Harden will be an incredible duo for the next however many years they're going to be. Seeing. Absolutely, and I think they'll score maybe twenty percent of their points on the free throw line, if not more. Yeah, Harden yeah. ten for ten, then be twenty. It has a, it has a lot to do with the horrible NBA roughing, but. Uh, yeah, he he's. I can see why he gets fouled a lot. Yeah, still kind of truly. Batiste, truly. Defense, but, no one's gonna stop. Yeah, truly. Yeah, and, I mean the Knicks just like. But of... I mean, James Harden, man, he oh my, so good so he, far as a seven. He's he so good. He's Dave, so what bad. do you think For of sure. that trade? I think it definitely benefited both teams. Obviously, Simmons wasn't playing for the Sixers, so um, he. Wanted out, and that's what he got. And the Sixers obviously pulled off an incredible trade for Harden, they, even though they've been trying to get rid of him for like a year, like almost I think a year now. Um, they they were really stingy, but they got an incredible yeah. player in return. And then that's got three great. I mean, obviously they got Ben Simmons tied to to their new big big three. Yes, and they got two other Seth Curry, who's an incredible asset on any team. And Drummond, who's just like a solid center off the bench. And they've both been good bench-wise. And, like, yeah. what I think is that, like, when you think about it, since Ben Simmons hasn't played for the whole season, they, and they were still – and the 76ers were still a great team without Harden, they pretty much traded nothing for one of the best players in the league when you think about it. Cause like uh, That's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. So, like – Ben Simmons hasn't played, so he's pretty much he. They and they also find him, so he, he's he's pretty much valuable for nothing. And so if they're just giving away that, which is just like a damper on your team for a top ten player in the league, then that's great, man. Yeah. And now yeah. he's like shooting. Now he's shooting fifty percent. That's great. Yeah. You know, Seth Curry um, and Kyrie have sort of found a little chemistry of their own too. So you know, like that for them as well. I think they've. They've been the definitely not a, not even nearly as good of a duo as Harden and Embiid, but right now they're they're making a little bit ma- a little bit of magic happen. So like that for them. For sure. Okay, yeah. another news: Grizzlies beat Bulls. I think these are two. We did our power rankings last week with Michael, but I think these are two like really similar teams offense wise. They are both they both have a great offense. 
um, some good defensive players, but not not like an amazing overall defense, I would say. And like th- these teams are both, they've been ranging from like two to four seed over the whole season. So like if it's so the, the Grizzlies just beat the Bulls um, in like a six point game. It went down to the line. Jaw scored 47. Who do you think out of these two teams, roster wise overall, is the better team? Dave, yeah. thoughts? I I think that the Grizzlies are not a better team than the Bulls, but the reason is because they're not as they're they're a very greatly well rounded team, but they're still very young and they still have a lot of mm-hmm. stuff to improve on. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bulls are the Bulls are definitely the better team for now. Because I mean, obviously, Demar Derozan, incredible, has been having an incredible in beginning of the season, at least. Well, uh, still now, he's, he's scored thirty points in his last ten games. Yeah, he's been he's been incredible. They have Zach Levine, mm-hmm. who's also been incredible. Um, they've added like well, a, lot, a lot of bench a lot of bench depth during the trade deadline with Tristan Thompson and um, who else do they have? Ayo Desanmu, man. Ayo is playing amazing. Yeah, he's so good. I know. Incredible. He was he second round. Zero uh, points in his last game. 20. Pretty sure he was late first round, but either way. It's steel. Definitely steel. Absolutely. I still just think like the Bulls have the better starting five, but I feel like the Grizzlies probably have a bit more depth. I feel like I actually might disagree. You disagree? Yeah, why don't we compare? I mean, Jaw versus Lonzo. Uh, well, no, I think, I think the starting five is obvious, obviously goes to the Bulls. It's like, closer than you think, man, because, like, uh, the Bulls – I mean, the Grizzlies power forward and center in JJJ and, like, Steven Adams has been so much better than this this year than – than who who is it? Vukovic and who? He, he has not been better than Vukovic. He absolutely no, has. He's not been better. He's not been better, but Vukovic has not been good. JJJ? No, no Steven Adams. Steven I don't know if I'd say better. I don't know if I'd say better. For JJJ. No, Stephen Adams. Okay. No, 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 Stephen Adams. Oh, no, Stephen Adams. No, Stephen Adams. Not even close. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, Stephen Adams has not been better than Vooch. But like, I'm saying those big, their big men have a much better. You know what? I think I think I might agree with Nolan. The, the Grizzlies do have a little bit better depth than the Bulls. Depth wise, yeah. I, I just okay. If you, if you want to compare their starting five, like I think overall, like the Grizzlies probably win at the point guard and like power forward position like the positions wise it could be equal yeah. but i'm saying like overall when you come like the amount the amount of stars that the bulls have in their starting lineup True. just like kind of overtake that value of even yeah and you know who's been like surprisingly like, really good this year desmond Ooh. bain man he's a yes. diamond in the yes. rough desmond oh bain. yes yeah that's why i think he is so won. good he's like He's he's like on the level of some of these other players on his roster. Like I'd say he's nearly as good as JJJ. Like um, that's a stretch. Overall, yes, not defensively because JJJ is having a Brandon great really season, averaging nearly like two blocks. But like he's a really good player, and like the they have all these young guys that are this good at like at an average of like twenty two. Like, what do you think is gonna happen in like five years? They're gonna dominate the league. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. want it. Don't want a championship. Yeah, I think so. As long as they knew, lose none of their players, and I think Jaw is like, he's a he's a championship player, man. He's got to be. I think they all want to stay together. <clears> on the group. Like, I, yeah. I, just, I don't see any of them leaving. So, yeah, I think I think. Yeah, how about Mark? How about Markel for? How about Markel Fultz? So Markel yeah. Fultz, he got injured in January of 2021. 
and before that he was surprisingly having a really good season like averaging nearly 20 points um on a on a really bad team though so that kind of makes sense but like he's back now back with the magic so they don't have a very good roster and they have no playoff pushing coming they do have he's he's back they do have the worst record (laughs) since tomorrow and since tuesday or monday Oh, I thought you were, I thought you meant he already played. Yeah, he's no, no. Come he's back. coming back tomorrow or Tuesday. But Darn. so the magic of the worst record in the league. Uh maybe a stupid question, but will this make a difference at all? No. No. Not to the record, no. but to the team, yes. Yes, to the team. Like yeah. I feel like these young guys well, okay. are really like moderately like, good. Yeah. We're forgetting like they, they also haven't had two of their best young players for like the last year. But Jonathan, Jonathan, you mean Jonathan Isaac. Isaac? Yeah. He's always in man. Yeah, I know. And I think, like, Markel Fultz, after being the first overall pick to Philadelphia, like, was horrible. And then, I don't know, who who did they pass up on? Like, Tatum? Tatum and Simmons, I think? No. Tatum. Yeah, Simmons. And, and like, and, but I mean, on Orlando, he, he still wasn't anywhere near those players' levels, but he was starting to get better, and I think he still has a pretty bright future. Like, I don't – I think this happens kind of more often than people expect. Like, it's just, like, players get drafted, like, very high, and then they don't play very well. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of find a new role where it's, like, 15 points per game, just solid playmaker, like like guys like Markel Fultz or Alonzo Ball. Like, mm-hmm. And then they end up being good. Like, not first overall pick, but they end up yeah. being solid. So, he'll, he'll be solid. And so, like, when you actually look at the Magic roster, like, I – in this NBA, they have a terrible bench, of course, but like their starting five is solid. Like they have these good young players, Cole Anthony. Oh and, yeah, they're incredibly good when when it comes to like youngness. Yes, future. Yes, yeah. and like these players aren't even bad. Cole Anthony was just in the dunk contest. He's averaging fifteen, sixteen points, and they've got they've got like a top five rookie this year, top six in Franz Wagner, who's yeah. again averaging like around fifteen points on like I want to say like six rebounds or whatever these players are really solid but they just can't perform and they can't win games and that's why the magic suck well i think it's also because yeah. the support system isn't too great like it, they're they're they playing very well so like i think once they get a lot of these guys back you know i think next year obviously i don't think they're gonna make the playoffs yet per se but maybe closer to a you know like 20th team in the league like not yeah maybe. and like Wendell Carter Jr. is also a good addition for them, and Bomba's been playing well. So, like, I don't think I honestly think Carter Jr. is not a good addition to them. Why? Because I, I feel like they're, they've been ever since um, Vooch has been like, you know, obviously they haven't, like, even when he was on the team, they haven't been like focusing on him the most. They've been focusing on their young court. Mm. They didn't, they didn't play Mo Bamba at all. And for, and I don't think he gets enough credit because he was a sixth pick and they literally did not give him any minutes ever, and they still don't. And so I think Wendell was just like a, like a worst decision double, double. for a lot of scores. Good, like playing. Yeah, no, he's playing good, but I agree. I think Mo Bamba deserves more of an opportunity. Yeah, like they do have these young guys, and and even like the, their top five players is solid. Like when you look at like the future, but like Gary Harris is their starting small forward. All right, like that is very bad. <laughs> that is but very, like in the off season, you know, they have these pieces where they have a lot of depth. Maybe they should make some trades, and you know, they they have the room to move some stuff around because they have a lot. They have they have some nice depth. 
with guys coming back from injuries. So I think they, they do have some potential to make some solid moves in the offseason. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next topic. Um, James Wiseman. Yeah, James, James Wiseman. We, we did okay. talk about the Sixers. Yeah, we talked about the Sixers. Okay, so the Warriors. Um, after this cold, after this Curry cold spell, they're still second in the West. Um, Curry has not been great, but surprisingly, people like Andrew Wiggins are showing up. Clay has been good. Uh, Poole has been good this whole season. All these guys are really showing up for their team, and now, and even Kaminga too, their rookie. Um, now they are recalling James Wiseman finally from the G League. I'm very happy to hear that because ever yeah. since he was drafted in 2020. Um, ahead of Lamelo Ball, right behind Edwards at the second pick, he has—he hasn't necessarily been a bust, but he played like half a season, got injured, played a few games, got injured, and now he's like back. So we haven't really seen his true potential. So like, yeah, do you think he's gonna be good, guys, Dave? I'm gonna be honest. I think it's over for him. You think it's over for him after like two seasons, what? man? You, it's it's what? it's very very it's very very common that when they're in early in their career, especially the rookie season, they get injured, and you know to be injured for this long and to be in rehabilit- rehabilitation and like in the G League, and I think he just got his maybe maybe I mean I don't know him personally, but maybe I think he may have gotten too comfortable, and that's what a lot of these rookies do do. Yeah, do think usually happen. And so, and the NBA I, I is a maybe fast. Not over, but I don't think it's going to be great for him in the future. Probably not. And the NBA is a fast-moving league. If you get injured, like if you get injured at a young age, if you get injured at all, practically, then people are going to move on eventually. People might forget about you. To be honest, like if you if you have faith in this rookie, and you draft him second overall, and then he gets injured, you've got to focus on the rest of your team because you're a championship team. The Warriors yeah. are so like. I feel like he is not going to be as important to the roster, but like maybe he'll be like. I think he's going to get traded next year. Yeah, maybe. I think I think he's going to be important to the roster, but I mean, like for a young player like him, to to have like a bad injury like in your first season, and then have to like immediately when when you come back have to like go right back into that like winning culture. And like have to start playing like at your absolute best. Well, no, right he away. was at he was in the G League for a long time. No, but I'm saying he's now they Santa took Cruz the Warriors. Warriors for a while. No, no, I know, but I'm saying now he's back with the Warriors, and he has to get right into playing with an NBA championship caliber team. Yeah, which is yeah. very tough to it do. It is a like, lot of pressure right away, and we just have to hope he young... doesn't get injured again. Yeah, yeah. and I just yeah, think like, best, but... I, I mean, I hope it goes well for them because like. I think that the one the one thing that this team like even when they were in a dynasty, the one thing that they were always missing was like a star center. Like even all their championships, they never actually had like a star center. Then they got Demarcus Cousins, but he was injured, so like he doesn't really count. And even when he did play, he wasn't very good. So they really haven't ever had like a star center. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be it would be cool and really good for them if he can come back and just be good. It would be know? good. And yeah. so yeah. before we get onto our final segment, which we'll explain to you, Dave, I guess not because you're leaving. But okay, let's just talk about the UFC. Um so Dave, you flew to Houston from Florida um to watch the Izzy fight in person. Why don't you just tell us how it was? Definitely uh like one of the best experiences of my life it was really it was really sick to be there. Um, and I'm like a huge UFC fan, mm-hmm. but 
it was definitely an Izzy favorite crowd. No, I, I literally don't think I heard one person cheering for Whitaker. Um, definitely, honestly, I was because Lewis, Derek Lewis, is from Houston, so I thought it would be um, a very, like, very Lewis-centered uh, crowd. But mm-hmm. was, I would say it was pretty half and half. Bam Bam got a lot of love there, and when he won, like, everyone was cheering. But I think he's just such a like, likable guy that you can't. Yeah, and he's so cool. He's He's so, like... He's so likable. And even, his, even his octagon, octagon interviews and stuff and his like face-offs, yeah, he's such like a awesome. such a sick guy. Yeah. And so do um, you think like was it was it a close fight? You were there. I I mean the Izzy fight, it's, there was a clear winner, but Whitaker obviously proved that he, he held his own. Yeah, he definitely proved that he's improved from Austin. Obviously didn't get knocked out, but it wasn't that interesting. like it was an obviously an entertaining fight, but it was more of a sparring match than it was a main event headliner. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that's with a lot of these main events. Like none of them are really end up being the fight of the night or anything like that. It's usually the co-main event or or somewhere in the card in the main card. But definitely, I mean, it was it was definitely I, very very awesome to watch. Def- I, I gotta sure. ask, who is your favorite fighter right now? Right now, right now in the UFC, I would say Justin Gage is my favorite fighter. Not a bad pick. Well, kind of random. He's he's fighting pretty soon, isn't he? Yeah, I know. He's fighting all there, and I think he's gonna beat him. Okay, so. So, um, next topic, Nolan, why don't you introduce this today? Yes. Well, talking about Oliveira, uh, Islam Makachev just won yesterday. Uh, has he earned a title shot? That is, yes, yeah, I think he has. I don't know, and... I feel like there's so many good fighters, it's hard to just get a title spot like that. But, I mean, okay, in the lightweight, in light, in the lightweight um, division, he is number, I would say he's number. Three, I think, right now because number one is uh, Oliveira, then it's Gaethje, then I think. Well, he was four, but he probably got brought up now. Mm, so, yeah. so he definitely deserves to fight the winner of the championship fight, which is Oliveira versus Gaethje. And I think I'll, I think we'll see a Gaethje Makaiji fight in like about a year, somewhere, somewhere around there. Yeah, and I just wanted to ask you this: isn't on the topic list, but what do you think about like the rare? the rarity of UFC fights. Do you think, like, it, it, the, the tension buildup is good and the amount of time that these fighters have to prepare is good? Because, like, you never, like, pay-per-view, uh, like, guys, like, like random fighters, like, lower-level fighters. So how do these guys, like, get get money? And how do these, if they don't do a lot of fights? Like, I don't... Well, that's the thing. They don't really get that much money because the UFC, their contracts are very small. And yeah. It's mostly yeah. about, like, brand... It's mostly about, like, um... Partnerships like Conor McGregor partnered with um, what was it again? The whiskey brand. Yeah, but it's just it's like yeah. being just being in the UFC. It's like being in the NBA. Like maybe if you're um, maybe if you're like a end of the bench player, you will get a, you'll get a a vet a vet minimum. But if you play in like Europe, you'll get more than that. But mm-hmm. obviously, you'll be more known in the NBA than you will be in Europe. It's the same thing with the UFC, like with Bellator and other leagues like, and other like Bellator, uh, right? Fighting uh, yeah. leagues like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the, I think once a month for me for like fight for five nights like the two like the two seventy two is coming up. It's re- it's I think it's really great for the UFC. Obviously, the fighters have to prepare a long time for it, so they can't have a fight like every week. But they also do have the Vegas fights. So That's true. But I feel like I feel like more often would be better. Plus, if they want to rake in more money, you know, Dana White is a great businessman. Why hasn't he done that yet? Well, it's it would be pretty impossible. There's not that many fighters that people are anxious to watch every single week. Cause, True. Like, it's pretty impossible. A lot of injuries yeah. and stuff. Thoughts, no? Uh, 
I mean, it hasn't happened because the fighters would never agree to that. They need right. like their like they need their prep training time, camps. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the UFC is at an all-time high right now, though. I really hope Francis Ngannou gets the money that he deserves. He's my Me favorite too. fighter. Yeah, and I like him a lot. I really, I really hope that he stays with in uh, in the UFC. Uh, and I, and I do that... like I do like about the UFC. I just want to say that like it's a very um it's a very it's a very global league. So like the NBA is yeah. America centered. Um, I would say like La Liga is of course Europe and, and Europe centered. Premier League is England centered. So like and and like other and NFL is also America centered. But like this, the UFC, you you have fighters from all around the world, ranging from like Cameroon to America. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. About, I love that about the UFC because it makes a lot of, it brings a lot of, like international fans into it, and that's yeah, how exactly. they make also a lot of their money. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. I think. Uh, are we ready to move on? We are ready to move on. Okay. So, are we going into final segment? Yeah, I think. We are. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts, Dave? Before we let you go. Um. Thanks for having me. I love. I love the podcast and thanks for being on everyone keep Uh, yeah we're we're gonna keep grinding dave we hope to see you soon keep grinding yeah Yeah, we'll have you on then we'll definitely have you on again yeah see you you soon man thank you bye all right uh we love having you on thank you so much david um that was a great segment i love that okay so i'm giving to nolan first okay Okay. i'm going to move on to the final segment you know the drill let's get it Okay. This player's middle name is Fakaba. This NBA player's what? middle name. Fakaba? Fakaba. This is OGN Nobi. It's not OGN Nobi. Right now I'm searching up to see if I can figure this out. This player was drafted in the 2018 NBA draft. 2018. Uh... Mo Bamba. Yes. Shoot. It is? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I'm looking this up. I feel like that's not an easy hint. That's a good job that you got that. All that's that's coming up is like, fuck ABBA. Like, the band. I I cannot find this middle name, but I... No, if you search up Mo uh, Mo Bamba middle name, then... I'm so intrigued to see how this is spelled. Okay, it's spelled F-A-K-A-B-A. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, go. Come on. That, was, that was great. Oh, um, I Good don't know. Okay. Congrats to me. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. So, I don't know how anyone's going to win. Okay. Seth, should I give to you? Uh, no. I should give to you. Okay. 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 This player was drafted. MLB. Just yes. This, this former MLB player oh. was drafted in the 62nd round. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, uh, <laughs> Joe Carter, I don't know. It is not Joe Carter. This player played. Okay. Okay, who is that? That is much It ain't me. This yeah, I think it was. Six foot three, two hundred pound player, played for every California team. Except for the San Francisco Giants, and he was drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
to drafted by the Dodgers, play for the Dodgers. Okay, my rabbit's drinking water. It's very loud. It's okay, Max. I, I, it's, it's very faint. It's not. They played for the Angels, Dodgers, A's. Michael. Sorry, no Angels, no Angels. Oh. Just A's, Padres, Dodgers. There were there are a lot of California teams, man. A's and was drafted by the Dodgers. Yes, man. Is this? I don't know. I'm just gonna name a Padre because I don't know Tony Gwynn. It's not Tony Gwynn, so Max, you cannot win. Okay, this catcher hit 427 home runs in his career. Uh, something I definitely should get. And I yeah. know exactly who this is. Get it? This is not your name. No. It's there. Oh no! You gotta give a guess. I said Piazza. I don't know. Okay, it next. is Mike. It is Mike Piazza. Oh, it, it is. is. It is. It is. It yes, is. I didn't know he played for the A's and he did. He did. Like yes, all... and the Padres. Yes, I didn't know that either. Me neither. Dodgers, but baseball reference. He was actually like, good for them. Like he was so salt. Yeah. What he, a he, oh yes, he actually like, was such okay. a good hitter. Like I know. Yeah. This yeah. it's unbelievable from a catcher. All right, Nolan, you're giving to Micah. All right. Micah requested an NBA player. No, uh, he's also not here. Yeah, so. he's not here. So Max, you'll give to me oh. first. Okay. Okay. This current MLB player is a three-time Gold Glover and three-time All-Star. Three-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove. Current. You know, I want to say Tula. Not current though. I feel like that is his resume. But he. Ah, uh, okay. Three All-Star, three Gold Glove. Can't be Arenado. It's got to be someone like uh, Christian Yelich. It is not Christian Yelich. Hello. You Sorry. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yes. Three All Star, three Gold Glove. This is Evan Longoria. It is. Oh, let's go. Hey, How many guesses did you there? get then? Are you actually Seven. kidding me? We have a tie. Okay, it, Nolan. No. no. Let the make me win, man. Man. That was the, the easy devil. hand. Okay. Come on. Okay, Mike. Okay. Did you win it or okay. what? Micah, are you there? I'm here, man. Okay, Micah's here. We can hear Micah. Go, man. Micah, I was requesting an NBA player. So your first hint is that this NBA player is a center. What is it? Um. I know who this is. <laughs> Wendell Carter Jr. It is not. This NBA center has played for seven different teams. Oh, 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 Demarcus Cousins. No, no, he oh, is eliminated. That's the but L. We'll continue. This NBA center, who's played for seven different teams, is averaging five point three points per game this season. Nice. Seven different teams. <clears throat> yes. Five point three points. Tristan Thompson. Season. It is not. This NBA center who's played for seven different teams and who's averaging five point three points per game this season is an eight time All Star. I don't know who this is. <sighs> eight time All Star. Sorry, please repeat all of them. Thank you. Okay. NBA center, seven different teams. Okay. Five point three points per game this season. Eight-time All-Star. 
Five points, three points per game this season. Eight time also. I thought it would be Demarcus Cousins. How is it not Demarcus Cousins? It so isn't. It's just, it's just not. Um. Oh, I think I know this is. I, I, uh, no, I don't. No, nah, maybe I do. Eight-time All-Star. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. No, but you looked it up, man. Yeah, Hold on, I it. had a hunch, and then I looked it up. Okay. All right, we're going to do five seconds. Five. Okay, okay. Uh, four. Three. No, no, I have to two, think, please. One. No, okay. Oh, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. It is. Yes. <laughs> okay, Nolan. Nobody's played for eight different teams. Seven. 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 Orlando, Lakers. Rockets, Rockets, Hornets. Okay, I got it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay, guys, uh, you think of a player. I'm he's so gonna, bad. he's gonna win. I just like he's gonna win. No, no. I'm so bad at this. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give to you guys, okay? No, I'll because no, I get on the second hint and somehow I still don't win. I, I'm so okay, unlucky. Max, give yeah. to me then. Fine. Okay, I'll give to Okay, I'll go first okay. though, because Nolan, you, you did better. You, you got Mo Bamba. I got Evan Longoria. It's, it's only okay. Fun. Okay. Okay, Max. Okay, whoever wants to set the timer can set the timer. I'll set it. All right. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh no, he's out. Okay, Nolan, timer. Okay, I'll get the timer. Here we go. One and no second. peeing and no cheating. Okay, we're ready. Okay. Three, two, one. MLB. Yes. American League. Yes. AL East. No. Ale Central. Yes. Uh, Twins. No. White Sox. No. Tigers. No. Uh, crap. Uh, Royals. No. Guardians. Yes. JRM. No. Uh, Andres Jimenez. Oh man, I'm in. Shane Bieber. No. Uh, Zach Plezak. No. Pitcher. Yes. Uh, Aaron Savali. No. Emmanuel Classe. No. James Karachak. Yes. Final guess. There we go. Okay. He got it in like. Literally right before you said final guess. So oh, one second, one second. <laughs> yeah, one second to go. Who had like zero on the clock? But I got it before you said ask final guess. So it's it's one second. Oh my. Nolan Nolan was so pissed he left. <laughs> oh my, Micah, you keep changing your name too. Okay. <laughs> Am I? Okay, I have the player for Nolan. Nolan man. man. But we need Nolan. So, um, is it uh, while we wait, I'll just encourage you guys to follow our TikTok at Dynasty Sports Pod. Those are all our socials everywhere now. It like it was the on some of them. We've dropped the the. It's just it's just Dynasty Sports Pod on everything. So that's new. Uh, yeah, we're we're pretty much posting daily on TikTok. Uh, so right now we're just waiting for Nolan to get back in because he's got to get in because he's got to do it. Uh, yeah. But or does anyone have anything? Really pressing on their mind right now. Uh. You know, I'll just I can give like you like I can give you guys. Oh, Micah's out. Okay, Micah out. Uh, me and Max pod. Uh, so I guess for MLB, I there I don't know if this is true. I saw a tweet. There's a trade that. Like there's a trade that probably will go through right when the lockout ends. It's like one player for. Three players. Okay, and then, and then. Wait, Max, what is the trade? <laughs> no, we don't know. We don't know. What okay, it is. I'm gonna FaceTime. Wait, by who? but by it's 
Oh, uh, I need I need to check who. It's not a verified account. Can right? everybody hear me? Yes. Can FaceTime? Okay, Nolan. Nolan. You're on air, man. It's by Ballcap Sports. Okay, oh. Seth, I need you to set the timer, okay? Got you, I got you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Nolan? I am so ready. Okay, count us down. Three, yeah. two. Wait, no, but you have to what? count. Wait. What? <laughs> Dude. No, because someone else has the timer. You're giving Seth me- has the timer, man. Oh man! I don't know That's what you're talking happen. about. Okay. He has to count us down. He's counting us. Okay. He's counting we're, us down. Okay. We're dropping like flies okay. right now. Max is up too. Okay. All the. No, I have the timer. I got. Can it. you hear Seth? Yes. yes. No, I, I can hear Seth. Cannot. He cannot hear you. Oh. Okay. I'm just gonna count down, Micah. It only matters with you. Okay. Okay. No, it doesn't. Oh, Micah. Because he... Micah, you count down. You count. Okay. Down. Three, okay. two, one, go. Yes. Eastern Conference. Yes. Heat. No. Bulls. No. Repeat that. No. Cavaliers. No. Bucks. No. 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 Wizards. No. No. Hornets. No. Final guess. Yes. Final guess. guess. No, not Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, yes. Who was it? Oh, it was Cole Anthony. Okay. Final guess. Yeah, he said no. Seth said final guess. You can't hear. Oh, I didn't hear it. Oh, man. Okay. Good night, guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. You know what? I'm considering this a cheat. You guys should not hear each other. This is so bad. That's win number seven for me. I feel like no win for Seth. What? Why? How? Because Nolan what? couldn't hear. But so, that doesn't matter. Fine. It's a Nolan no hear set. No, that doesn't matter. You can't take away that win for me. Come on. That ain't fair. <laughs> Nolan, what do we think? Do we give it to Seth? No, well, yeah. <laughs> we absolutely. I come in court. Come in court. Nolan says no. Okay. Guys, no. we will see. Guys, that's not fair. He got. He still got the thirty seconds on the clock. It doesn't matter if he knows no, the final no, guess. because I didn't hear. I can hear Seth a little bit now, but I no. 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 Okay, no, no. no, no I feel like he heard it the whole time, but he's just using it as an excuse. No, I don't think yeah. so, Max. I don't really think no, so. No, but no, but Micah, you just you're yeah, saying because this because you don't want me to have I the win. Like, no, I think you. I think you gotta win, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like no. I feel like maybe. What? Absolutely not. I feel like yes. But going off air. Guys, no, I just want to say. So, it doesn't matter that he couldn't hear Seth because Seth got it before the final. Uh... <laughs> yes, exactly. Max. Enough. Yes, exactly. Yes, Max. Great point. Okay, seven wins. Max. Follow us on TikTok. Peace. Max out. Nolan out. Everyone, take We're out.